Are you ready to do this thing? Yes. Because I am too. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sterling Cooper. David Steve, it's a podcast. You probably do that because you're probably listening to it. I've got a podcasting app. Or maybe it's on yeah. our website, scdspodcast.com. Yeah, and it's like, you know, because people normally just say, what's this podcast about? I don't know what it's about. Let's just check. check. Exactly. Very common. Like, you know, it's very common. They, they know. It's like, it's oh, like, it's about <laughs> Mad Men. It's like when you hear people say, if you just joined us, it's not a radio show. They didn't just yeah. join us. There wasn't a commercial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing, Steve? I'm doing okay. Yep. Excellent. I had a little break yeah. last week. Yeah. I went visit yeah. my mom and sister yeah. and brother and everything it was fun. Did did we record while my cat was away? I no, we did not. I think your cat uh, was my, still around. My, one of my one of my cats got away, got out. Oh, it was, it was my own fault. She saw a cat outside, and she she scratched the hell out of the screen. Oh, um, and I see. um, she got she, she came in that time, but then I left stupidly left the window open, so she left. <laughs> uh, and the, and the wife said, uh, Karen said, I haven't seen the cat for a while. Like the other cat, he won't go far. Right. Um, he he likes sitting outside. I found him outside sitting on the ledge, just sort of basking in the sun. Right. Um, but she just disappeared for three or four days. Oh, jeez. Um, and then about three o'clock in the morning, we hear the scratching at the same window, the window she left. Yeah. There's there's another cat outside who we don't know. So she picked up a friend. Um, and she came in uh, obviously because she was very sore. She was limping badly. Oh, jeez. Because she was she was using muscles in a way that she probably hadn't done before. Yeah. Um. She's okay now. She's just you know, she's and, she's recovered. And she's taken the other cat's name, and she's now known as Dawn Draper. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She went to Korea. Uh. Anyway, today we're talking about. I'm glad your cat's back. I've had that experience having had a cat, and they get out, and you really want them out, and then they get out, and then you go, well, yeah. let's just see what happens. There's not a lot we can do here, folks. There was also when she took a had a bad time to do it because we had torrential rains. Yeah. 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 So it was like, oh, right. So she's probably really wet right about now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's. But we're right. also we, we're we're also kind of backing onto a, a major highway, the bicentennial highway. So mm-hmm. we were worried that she might get hit by a car. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've lost a cat like that. But she's uh, back. Yeah, she's well, I'm back. glad. I'm glad. I we're back. Your cat's back. Everybody's back. Yeah, we're all back. Uh, get back. Uh, that's good. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm flashback. Flashback, um, flat cap, black backpack. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. Anyway, right. Uh, today we are talking about Time and Life, uh, which originally aired on April 26, 2015. Uh, this is season seven, episode 11. We've got three more to go after this and we're done. Uh, until we start a new thing, which we will not tell you what it is. But no. there's a thing. Oh, we're very excited about we're it. We're excited and it's a thing. That's all we're going to say at this point. Oh, well, I'll, I'll just say that it's it's kind of a different uh, hook. It is a different hook. That, that we've both seen this show. This is, yes. When it originally aired, and we yeah. were both huge fans of it. That's and right. We've, we've, we've both probably watched it multiple times. So oh, it's easily. Not a, it's not a case of where one of us hasn't seen the show. It's, it's not this. Yes, like, exactly. Like we don't have to one. worry about spoilers. We have to worry about no, spoilers exactly. in the next one and all that stuff. We'll exactly. Spoil the hell out of that, that show that is still nameless. Un- un- unless the audience hasn't yeah. seen it. Well, what the hell then, with it. You know, the, it's, that show is it's an older show. show. It's an older show. If you haven't seen it by now, <laughs> yes. it's your fault. That's right. It's up to you to, to, to do the research exactly. and watch all old TV shows before we start our new one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
get into the home stretch with this episode. And this is we have four left, and as is typical, things get quite a bit stronger. Yep, this is a good one. Um, yeah, it's a good one. I think the first good one of the second half. Thanks. So. Um, and Jared Harris directed it, which is pretty cool. Yep. Uh, I didn't notice anything that I mean. This, the show has a style, and I don't think directors want to go out of that style. No, yeah, past, yeah. And right? Television directing is a little bit different than film directing. Yeah, because like in in television, understandably, because you don't have a lot of time. Yeah, the producers have a lot more say. Yeah, um, directors are there just to kind of make sure this is how we do smoothly. things on Mad yeah. Men. This is you how know, we do they, things on Battlestar you know. Galactica. Whatever. I mean, they, right? they 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 can they can do things. They they can add, try things and stuff, of course, but. Mm-hmm. But it, there's there's not as much freedom to kind of change things as there like as in a yeah. film. The the only th- the, I mean the, the odd time you see that the old the original the first the original run of Twin Peaks you could see different yeah. directors doing different things. But I think that was David Lynch getting his buddies to make TV shows with him. So yeah. it's a little different, right? Yeah, yeah. Here we've got the show has an aesthetic, so yeah. it was nice to see uh, Jared Harris. And he would know the aesthetic too. I mean, that's, that's the advantage of having him as a director, having been in the show. He understands it really well. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, we open up with uh, Pete and eventually Dawn uh, taking yep. Kenny out for dinner because Kenny is yep. now the head of marketing at now or, or something. I, I mean, yeah, I, I really like this scene. It's a really good scene because you see Kenny. He's just unabashedly Kenny. Like he yeah. he doesn't worry about anything because they're working for him now, right? Yes. Um, he orders <laughs> Chateau Marco 53, which is a $2,300 bottle of wine. Yep. Yep. Then, probably then. Yeah. It's not cheap. I have you ever drank no. an expensive bottle of wine? Not that expensive. Not that expensive. I mean, I haven't either. Yeah, hundred fifty. Yeah, okay. is probably the the most yeah, expensive about, bottle. That where I that's that's right. probably the most I've you had know. too. And it was noticeably better than the wine I normally drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because being, the amount we drink is fifteen dollars a bottle. Yeah, being poor and and yeah. not having this. Rich was, I didn't. I didn't buy that bottle. Yeah. Oh no no no. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a um, it was a prof a guy who was on my PhD committee. Oh, okay. Uh, he w- was um, and is uh, a, a wine collector, and he right, had okay. he was a young assistant professor, and he said he wanted to have us all over all the people in the lab, like in the animal behavior area, but yeah, no no supervisors. <laughs> so right. he just invited the graduate students and their yeah. you know partners over. And he's like vegan. So we're eating vegan food, but then he's putting down this wine. <laughs> yeah. He said, I said, this is great stuff. Where can I get this? He said, oh, you, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> he says about $400 a bottle. You kind of have to buy it at an auction. I went, oh, yeah, this is lost yeah. on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was something. Um, yeah. I nice. usually just open the box, right? You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just, yeah. Open the yeah. box and then cut a hole in the top and just shotgun it. Exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> germ killer it makes people think of shit it's just <laughs> you can tell when kenny said that that he was you, you I, pete couldn't tell but i could yeah. tell he was lying like you knew he was screwing yeah yeah. yeah he's just screwing with pete and, and and that's that's part of the brilliant of this brilliance of the this scene <laughs> is that pete has no clue whatsever <laughs> right that, that yeah. kenny's screwing around with him and yeah. you know and it's great because i like oh, yeah. kenny i like oh, that yeah. character so oh, ken's pretty cool yeah you know. um yeah, he just loves toying with Pete because he yeah. Pete toyed with him for so long. Uh, for yeah, so long, exactly. when, when when he comes in and Don says, uh, "No, it'll be fine." He's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> Pete goes okay. It's like yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I accept the same things out of his mouth than yours. Did you not get that, Pete? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great that's, scene. That's why I, that's why I like this scene. You also I can Kenny's hair is getting a lot more 1970s too. I eh? like it he's is. Got, it's quite a bit it longer is. and fuller, right? Yeah. Yeah. It lo- looks yeah, a lot I'm, like I'm my like, dad looked then. Yeah, and I'm expecting a peak comb over soon. If, uh, if, yeah. it went to, if it went to another season, I would expect if there was season over. eight. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if there was a really, really strong co- a Renny Levesque level. Co- comb yeah, over. exactly. That's, he, co- that's a quality comb over. That's a ha- that's a part in your hair that starts below your ears. Exactly. If anybody <laughs> doesn't know who Renny Levesque is, look go him look up. It, go look it up. That's a magnificent comb over. And though, if you do look up Renny Levesque, your computer will just start smelling like the Morier cigarettes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Right. Uh, oh, and there's a call from Diana. And as I noted to you in our document, don't worry, she's gone. Yeah, um, well, I, I've, I've, I'm convinced that she's not real. So. <laughs> and of course, they, she also told the service, don't don't say that I called. called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I, I think this is I mean, I know what the character what the character, the Diana thing does. Is it next episode or the episode after? I think the next one. Yeah. So there's a reason it's there and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm um, sure there is. I'm yeah. sure there is. But it, <laughs> and I, I, I actually completely get it why it's there from a storytelling perspective and, and from yeah. Dawn's and all that. I just, yeah. it was just sort of. I, I think know. it would be more interesting if she wasn't a real person. <laughs> yes. Like, like in terms of storytelling and, and the character yeah. and Dawn's character, I think it would be far more interesting if. It would be cool. She wasn't real. Or if the woman Ted met. <laughs> It's actually yes. Diana. That's true. Uh, oh, well. Anyway, that happens. And uh, the uh, operator's like, well, I wasn't supposed to say that. So uh, my wife used to be a person who worked at an answering service. All right. Yeah. When I first met her, that's what she did. She worked answering phones for you know doctors and people that had a small business kind of thing, but they didn't have right. a receptionist. Right. And it was the, so that was interesting because she didn't really speak English like she does now so that just tells you that the economy in toronto in the late 1980s was you can yeah. get a job <laughs> um oh uh, they're getting evicted uh, yep. don don didn't pay the lease now at first it looks like it's don's fault and we find that of course it isn't yep. my immediate reaction was oh my god they're not going to just get rid of the black person because of this are they yeah uh and that's I mean, roger actually says you're going to have to fire her knowing yep. not supposed to fire yeah you know? but luckily they have two black people that's it's right. Black they so got a backup. You know, they got an air and a spare, as it were. <laughs> indeed. Uh, or a token and a spare, I guess, in this case. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, and it's, 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 you know, this is when you can, if you've been watching the show at all, you know anything about how they've portrayed McCann Erickson. I don't know that the company's actually yeah. like that, that this was not a friendly thing. This was always the plan. Yeah, this yeah, this was always the plan, and they sh- they should have been aware that this was always the plan. Yeah, right. Yeah, they should exactly. They should have. I mean, it's lasted. It looks like about almost a year that they've yeah. been able to be independent. Yeah, but yeah, I think they should have seen. It I, I, th- I think one of the things that we find out in this episode that we you know that they're realizing is they're mm-hmm. so caught up in their own cleverness that they don't realize that other people are at least just as clever as they are. Oh yeah, that's right? exactly you know, like like McCann and Erickson for for all their faults, they're not a dumb organization. They no, don't, it's, they don't it's, hire it's a, dumb it's a, people. It's it's I think the world's largest advertising yeah. agency. <laughs> There's a reason why you become the world's largest advertising yes. agency. That's right, right? You know, yeah, like you know what you're doing, and this is a cl- and we talked about this before. Part of the story of the show is the is the move in business from the sort of yeah family 
and not even family, but small business or medium-sized small, business yeah. that actually cares about its employees a little yep. bit and to, has some to, loyalty. To the, more, to the more corporate world that we have now. That we have today, yeah. Right. That used to be the common thing in the McCann Erickson was the thing you'd look and go, no, that's, that's not how it's supposed to yeah. be. And then now it's the other way. We're yeah, all the, amazed the, when a company's nice. They're the New York Yankees uh, of the advertising yes. world. No, that's right. That's right. Just or, buy a yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Trudy, then we have Trudy calling Pete. Uh, Tammy can't get in, get into uh, Greenwich Country Day, which I just looked yeah. up the tuition. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Expensive. It's like fifty grand a year. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't spend that much on my tuition for a year. I didn't spend Grant, that mu- much much on my that tuition was, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Grant, granted, that was in the eighties. So, but still. It's a lot Still, of money. It's a lot of money a, for a kid. For a kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, for a kindergarten. It's it better be one hell of a kindergarten. That's all yes. I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, they, they better have, you know, instead of watching Sesame Street, Sesame Street should come to the school. If, yeah. if at that point Jim Henson should be showing up with, exactly. with Fred Rogers in tow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh uh, but yeah, it's traditional that the Campbell Pitchell of course it is because yeah, that's yeah. who Pete is <laughs> yeah oh uh, well so it turns out as we find out we were just talking about McCann gave notice um and it's not a mistake uh yeah. Roger thinks it's a mistake but Roger dude it is not yeah, a mistake yeah, yeah I just I just have grandpa Walton fires them all <laughs> exactly uh and then we got Peggy auditioning kids uh, Peggy yeah. and kids. Peggy and kids is always obvious. It's obvious what they're doing there, and I get it. And I don't. I, I mentioned later in our document. I don't mind being emotionally manipulated when it's done well. I really don't. No, yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yep. So whenever we see Pe- Peggy with kids, we're like, uh oh, this is going to bring something back for her, or it's going to show us maybe the other thing. Maybe it shows us is maybe Peggy isn't cut out to be a mom, and yeah. I think that's actually probably the case. Yeah, she doesn't seem very comfortable with children. Yeah, and she probably shouldn't have ever been a mom. You know, yeah. some, not, not everybody should be a parent. Not everybody yeah. should be a parent. That's not exactly what we should all exactly. do, you know? Exactly. And that, and that's the thing that, you know, and, and this this episode kind of does it, which kind of takes a shine off it for me, is this mm-hmm. idea that women need to be yeah. mothers to be fulfilled. Yeah. It's like women can be fulfilled even if they're not mothers. Yeah. Right? Like motherhood can fulfill a person. I'm not, I'm not, uh, of I'm course, not, not denying that. Exactly. But you don't need to be a mother. And I find that it's even more for women than it is for men. Oh God. Yeah. Right. You know, cause oh, yes. all that maternal instinct stuff and like, you know, yeah. women can be fulfilled yeah. without being a mother. Yeah. It's wacky. You know, you know, um, <laughs> it's you know and, I, idea. And, and, the, and the thing is, I know that, that in the sixties, that was kind of the idea, but this is a, a 21st century show. That's right. Right. And, and still those kind of lingering attitudes still, still irk me. Yeah. Yep. You're, you're, I'm just, all I'm going to say is you're going to like some things soon. I'm, I'm irked. I'm just going to say you're going to like some things soon. <laughs> I also think we need to say that use the word irk. Irk is a great word. Irk. It really is a good word. We, we don't uh, use it as much. I, I don't no, we think don't. So. I don't think it's, I'm going to try and use it in this podcast as uh, much as I can. I find it irksome that it isn't used enough. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I am irked. <laughs> it's funny. Every single time I see this scene, and that's 30 times now. Yeah. I, I, the organ music, it's like, what the hell? What the hell? What, yeah, what know, it's, it's, it's like, oh, there's an organ in the back corner. It? Yeah, it is weird. Like, like, because it sounds like, you know, part of the 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 uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Right. You know, the score of the, of the, and then suddenly it's like, oh no, there's a kid over there. Like, why, why do they have an organ? I think it's, it's just something else for the kids to play with. I think that's I the notion. I guess. I guess find an annoying toy for the kid to play with. 
And I mean, I don't know about you, but when friends of mine have kids, one of the first things when I buy their kids presents, they're loud presents. So that's, that's oh, yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy your friends' kids drums. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's perfectly valid. You know what you do, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what uh, Peggy really doesn't seem to understand how to do this, no. and <laughs> Peggy says we should just give them one toy. And I love Stan's reaction. Oh, like a battle royale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stan gets it right. He just takes a toy yeah. and throws it, and he says, "Go get, you yeah. throw that as hard as you can." He actually understands. I don't say. I'm not going to say he understands kids. I think he no. understands that you can actually just talk to a kid like a person yeah yeah i mean i mean and, and that's what he says he, he says you know you didn't want actors yeah real kids are shy right you know and you know that's the thing about child child yeah. actors is they're not shy because they, they they can't be they can't be or right? they wouldn't get jobs yeah yeah exactly and, and it's like you know you you know um real kids are he i think he kind of understands kids a little bit better yeah it, you almost think that maybe in his backstory he's got a much younger brother or sister or yeah. he's got exactly nieces and nephews that he's hung out yeah. with a little bit so yeah. you get the idea that you know he he has this thing like i said he talks to kids like they're normal people yeah he knows their kids but he talks to them like they're normal people peggy's yeah, exactly. just afraid of children yeah and there are people like that i i yeah. know people like that especially people who don't have any interaction yeah. with kids at all yeah i mean peggy has julio from upstairs yeah but he's 10 yeah, and she knows him much better, and he yells at her because of his her mom puts yeah, and there's a toilet. different relationship too because yeah, of the you know yeah is that one almost is a maternal relationship right yeah yeah um anyway um so we get uh, Roger talks to Ferg I hate Ferg yeah like you can't like Ferg no. um really needs to talk to Jim about it okay. They're going to McCann. I mean, that's what we know. That's that's now been yeah, broken yeah. to him. They're going to come over. Well, it's not been broken to him. It, it has been. Oh, you're coming over here, but there, of course, as we know, there's going to be a plan. They're always yeah, there. yeah. You know, it reminds me of the when when Don was on suspension. It's like we're going to bring you back. That's yeah. the good news. <laughs> yeah, and the bad news. <laughs> the bad news is we're going to put you in a position where you might want to want might want to quit. Yeah, you can no longer be Don Draper. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the partners head over to see Dawn, um, yep. uh, and Mer- Meredith immediately, I, I love that Emer- Meredith immediately, uh, asks if they need ice Yeah. <laughs> because, oh, all well, the partners are showing up in Dawn's office. They must need yeah. ice. They must <laughs> need ice because they're drinking. Yep. Uh, and of course, as I noted here, the rent is too damned high, which is yep. a little meme from that, from that very era, actually. Uh, I mean, 2015, not 1970. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I love Pete's reaction. That's it. Have a drink. <laughs> Pete does comment on their drinking now and then. You know, he, he does. There's a couple episodes, a couple seasons ago, when one of the secretaries said that Roger and Don were on their way. Is well, where are they? Yeah. Did they stop for a drink? Yeah. <laughs> Pete's kind of straight laced in his own yeah, way. Yeah, he uh, is. And of course, judgmental as hell. A little priggish. Priggish. Another fine word. Yep, I am priggish. quite irked that the word priggish yep. isn't used more often. Yep. Yep. It is irksome. <laughs> I got to get the word irksome. I got to, that's one of, the, one of the tags on the post. <laughs> <be irksome. laughs> um, and then Ted, I like it over there. <laughs> Ted, Ted is completely, Ted's given up. Yeah. Ted, Ted is like, whatever. I'm whatever. making a lot of money. Oh, I'm yeah. doing some work. Yeah. It's I good. To, I don't have any more responsibility. I'm happy. And then Pete's like, it's because you're a sheep. <laughs> Jeez. Pete's it's funny. It's become a much better person 
from season one Pete. Like he's really is a much better person, but he's still Pete. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, uh, yeah. So that's why they wanted all the forecasts and all that stuff yeah. from the last episode. Um, and then the Melvin Collie music that you're going to hear more and more of in the last three episodes, that li- yeah. that little swell kicks in again, yeah. reminding us, this is going to be over shortly folks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Matt Weiner saying, give us more nominations, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Emmy nominations. Yes. Many of them, please. Uh, then you get the, the, the kid hugging Peggy uh, while Pete talked to her. I, I like it. It's extremely on the nose. Um, yeah. But it's also quite poignant because it's done well. Yeah. So I, I like that because, of course, we know that it was Pete and Peggy's kid. Yeah. And this is where I, I noted in our document that I don't mind being emotionally manipulated yeah. in this case. Um, so Pete breaks the news to Peggy. I'm telling you this uh, because no one else will. So he's just telling her they're going to McCann. Didn't Pete also tell her they were going to be bought by PPL in season two, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 He has a weird, se- Pete has the weirdest sense of loyalty because he's loyal to Dawn, a guy that really doesn't like him very much. And yeah. he's loyal to Pete, a woman who certainly had a thing. They were uh, uh, an item, one could say. Yep. But also kind of thinks he's a dope, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's an interesting thing that that's who he's very loyal to. Yeah. Uh, and I, I went out. I guess he just told her because he like. I think he's being honest here. Nobody else is going to tell you, so I'm going to tell you because you yeah. matter around here, kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. I you mean, if, the, if, yeah. if if Quincy has told me anything, TV show Quincy has told me every, anything <laughs> that yes. people who are abused tend yes. to gravitate towards their abuser. There you go. There you go. It's murder. Ah, good old Quincy. Yeah. Love yeah. Quincy. I was a big fan. Yeah. We yep. watched that was I, a that was a point of viewing in our house was growing yeah, up. I, I like Jack Klugman a lot. Oh, oh, Jack Klugman was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he it was funny when that show first started. It was like, oh, he can't do something serious. He's a comedic yeah. actor because all you think of is the odd couple, right? The it's odd like, couple, no, yeah. And you look back at the stuff he did in the 60s, he was pretty. Yeah. The stuff they did with Twilight Zone and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, J- Jack Klugman had some chops. Um, yeah. Joan calls Richard. Uh, Richard, of course, immediately says, Lisa, get me on the red eye. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked that, that he was like doing yeah, that. He, yeah. He's still Richard, he, it's Richard, like, it, yeah. You know? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like on the surface level, that's a good thing. But, yes, it you is. know, when when you think about it, it's like he's probably just being selfish, right? You know, it's I, like. I think so, too. You know, kind of controlling, kind of. He's certainly kind of controlling. Dominating kind of thing, you know. So I, I you know, I don't buy it, even though the action itself yeah. is fine. Yes. Um, You know, but, you know. It's funny. He's a weird character because, um, like, I like. Greenwood a lot like I like yeah. as an actor oh I yeah he's great he's, he's, I, he, he's a, great a presence actor. that he does you know and it's a it's that's not something you can teach that just no. is uh so yeah. he has that uh he's Canadian so there's also that um it's true I don't think I'm supposed to like him as a character like yeah. I mean I'm not supposed yeah. to think he's a good guy or anything yeah, or some yeah. sort of savior for Joan yeah so I think I'm supposed to be skeptical and I think that's yeah. why I view him that way yeah. um so I think that part's done well. It's just he's an odd character yeah. uh, being thrown into the mix. I mean, obviously, it's not going to end with him and Joan flying off yeah. into the sunset, one would imagine. Yeah. But, I would yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Um, so Don's looking for an apartment. Of course he is, because he sold his apartment last episode. Yep. 
And Meredith seems to know something is up. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then secretaries always know. They do right? because mean, they, you know. they know what, who's making the phone calls and stuff. Right. Yeah. And didn't we hear last week or a few weeks ago, not last week, but I don't know, earlier on in the season when, you know, she, when, when uh, I guess it was in season six, maybe, or maybe early seven where yeah. Megan says, Don, I was your secretary. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know what you are like. Yeah. So Meredith knows something's up. And again, we've said this many times that the, the dumb act on Meredith's part is an act. She yeah. seems pretty on the ball. Um, and Lou's on the phone. And I hate Lou. Um, yeah. Lou's getting a gig in, in Tokyo to make Scouts <laughs> Honor, which is great. And it's uh, Tatsunoku Productions, which, and he's right. They made Speed Racer. Yeah. All kinds of things. And not just stuff for the Japanese market. They would, uh right. Geez, all kinds of things that were sold in different countries too. That they made shows only for Mexico, for example, yeah. only for Brazil, yeah, um, only for France, because they could just do it. Yeah, um, and Lou's getting fifteen thousand dollars, which is about a high, it's not quite a hundred grand today. So he's getting a pretty yeah. good advance. Pretty good advance. Yeah, and he's going to move to Tokyo. I I don't think I don't think Lou will like Tokyo somehow. No, I don't think Lou would like Tokyo very much. Yeah, I, I get a feeling Lou has a real problem. I don't, I'm not saying he's racist, okay? I, no. He's no more racist than anybody else at that time. That's that's true. That's true. Um, but I would say that he doesn't probably like things to be different too much. And I think he's going to yeah. have trouble with things like yeah. food yeah, and people not speaking English. The Japanese culture is very different from the American culture. It's and the uh, same, yeah. He's yeah. not, he's not good with change. And, no, and uh, he's not, I wouldn't, the word cosmopolitan doesn't come out of my brain when no. I hear the word Lou, no. <laughs> you know, no. but um, he's, you know, he says, I, 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 you know, he has this conversation with Don and he says that he's heard. And of course, Don thinks he's heard about McCann. Um, yeah. How could you have heard? I, they just told me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I bet you're not laughing now, are you? And Don's like, no, no, Lou, I'm not. No. <laughs> it's it, it is pretty funny uh but yeah lou gets it lou is clearly getting his happy ending here yep right yep it's weird yep. when a character that you're supposed to dislike clearly yep is gets a happy ending but i like it i think yep. it's it's a it's an interesting choice yep. the show's made i think that's cool well, i mean you know as i say in my our document there's an mm. episode of doctor who called the voyage of the damned and that's kind of one of the uh, it's, it's kind of like a titanic thing like the ship the spaceship is actually designed like is the Titanic in space. Okay. Um, and so, but of course it crashes because it's a Titanic. Right? Titanic. Um, so, but, but so uh, you, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, a combination Titanic and Poseidon adventure kind of okay. thing. Okay. Um, and so a couple characters die and there's this really one annoying, arrogant, rich bastard of a character and he survives of and one of the does. other one of the other characters says Doctor Who says, and this is a paraphrase. This is not the exact quote, but right. this is a paraphrase of the idea. Is sometimes the people you don't want to survive do. <laughs> well, that's true, and that's uh, kind of how I see Lou. Yeah, that's fair. You don't want him to get his happy ending, but no. sometimes assholes get their happy ending. Yeah. And that's that. I mean, he's a minor character. He doesn't matter that much. He was a fun character to hate. There's no. Yep. Oh, know, yeah, definitely. And he's only quasi competent. Like he's the he's like the poster yeah. child for the yeah. Peter principle. Yeah, exactly. Um, but exactly. It's kind of fun that that happened. Uh, so, and of course, we're going to start to see people's end games as we go along. Yeah. And here's Lou's. Um, oh, Don has an idea. What if we now that now that Lou's left? 
Sterling Cooper West is just taking up space. And it's time for the classic Mad Men heist. Of course, you yeah. know it's not going to work. No. <laughs> this time, you no. know it won't work. But it's yeah. fun to see them try it again. Yeah, because uh, it worked in the past. And so they think. Exactly. Again, we've done it before. This is this is the idea that they're too caught up in their cleverness. Yep. Right. It's not going to work all the time. Yeah. Right. And it's not going to be a work when you're being swallowed, swallowed whole by the largest advertising agency in the world. Exactly. Like <laughs> they don't care about you and your independence. The thing that gets me is when this part, I think it's later on. I don't know if it's here or this part or it's later on when Don says it's $250,000 in profit. It's like, yeah. you, do you know how much money McCann's worth? Exactly. Exactly. A million dollars. Jim Hobart may, has that in his couch. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not, they want them a gone so yeah. they can come into the fold and be Don and Ted, right? Because that's how the, that's how the, the corporation works is it, yes. it soaks up all the other competitors until you've got the monopoly. Yes. Or at least exactly. a large enough portion of the business that nobody can really defeat you, beat you. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, we also find out here that, you know, let's get all our clients, but, and Joan's like, what about Avon? It's like, no, we can't have Avon. In fact, you have to go give them Avon. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's kind of like they are like, they, they are, they, they always think their cleverness will bring them to negotiate from a position of power. And often it yeah. has in the show yeah. um, usually. But it doesn't here because they're just no. up against a massive thing that's coming at them. Yeah, because because they have no leverage. None. Right. You know they don't. You know McCann has them. Yep. They don't have any power to leverage None. against McCann. That's right. And a quarter right? million dollars a, a year is nothing. And, exactly. Right. And they've. And the thing is, the first person that recognizes what's happening really is Joan because Joan's be told, "No, you can't take Avon with you." So Joan's like, oh, you know, I mean, you can immediately, that was the first account she got. And now she's yep. not going to be the account man <laughs> for that uh, anymore. Um, you see, and they, of course, they say, you think we can secure three accounts in 24 hours? And they say, we've done it before. Uh, of course, it's not going to work. <laughs> no. uh, hey, I like the Peggy headhunter scene's great. Yeah, I like that. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, the guy playing the headhunter, uh, Anthony Stark, has been in everything. Yeah. Um, he's one of those actors when you go, oh, it's that guy. Wasn't he he's in? Also, he's also Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's That's great. Tony, right? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, imagine, I wonder, it's funny. I wonder if he, what if that's his name? It probably is just his name. And it, you know, yeah. and then those movies come out. Probably I am name. Batman. <laughs> That's right. I am Iron Man. Na, 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 na. Um, he tells her to go to McCann and he says, this is, you do this for three years. You can go do your own thing. You can probably write your own ticket, but you got to be at a big place and you may as well go to the biggest yeah. place. Um, you know, you may as well go be the number one center on the Montreal Canadians for a few years exactly. before you go to free agency. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thank you, yeah. Aaron judge. Uh, you know, he, you know, cause he's going to get, you know, with the oh, Yankees, he's, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the advice is good. Yeah, it really is. And he does he doesn't talk down to her because she's a woman. No. Uh he just and he act, when he says I'm not even going to take a commission because I want to be a career yeah. builder, I actually believed him and if someone said yep. that to me, I'd probably look at them and go, "Well, you're full of shit." Yeah. <laughs> um but I I really do like that and uh I, I think it's, you know, it, it, that whole world to me is is 
so very odd because yeah. it's 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 almost like he's going to be her agent, right? Yeah. I should have an agent. We should get agents. I can I'd love agents. to have an agent. I'd I mean, love to have. I an mean, agent. we have unions, but I want an agent that's just going to yeah, get me a great deal. You, you, unions aren't for it. Aren't, 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 don't act as agents. That, no. that, they just protect what, what you have. Exactly. Right. An agent is oh, getting, getting stuff for you. I mean, yeah. I'm a big unionist as you, as you know, but Same. you know, that the union is a very specific thing. Yes. Designed to do a very specific thing, which people yes. often forget, but yes, you know. they do. It's not just there to enrich one person. No, just exactly. help one set of people. Oh, exactly. God, it sounds like every freaking union meeting. I mean, but <laughs> I'd like, I, all I'm saying is that I want an agent. I want someone to yep. go into the president's office and negotiate yep. on my behalf to get me more money. Yep. Bigger space. I don't know. Stuff like that. <laughs> it would be great. Signing bonuses. Uh, I don't know. Part of endorsement contracts, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's, uh, he like does say, word always gets out, and McCann is vin- vindictive. Yep. He's even afraid of McCann. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I don't know that McCann actually is like this. Uh, I've never I don't heard, know. I've not heard that. I don't know a lot. I, I haven't mean, heard that either. I know a little bit about it because of my sister being in that business, but she's in Canada. So it's, yeah. Though I'm, I know McCann do exist in Canada. Yeah. Because they exist everywhere. Yeah, sure, no, I, just, I just think they need this big kind of. I think you're right monolithic yeah. Yeah. corporation which exactly. i'm completely on board with oh yeah same here. but <laughs> but i don't think mccann is necessarily i don't think like they're that. necessarily that nasty i know yeah. that when this happened when this episode uh just after this episode was aired mccann set up in their lobby at their head office in new york they actually set up a great big display welcoming uh joan pete ted uh <laughs> to to the agency which and and they had it set up to look like a bar in the 1960s uh-huh. of course mccann That's has cool. lots of money yeah yeah it was cool it was That's it was cool. actually quite neat um <laughs> so uh now we're going to see if we can get these people right get the accounts uh, yeah and then we have we meeting with uh, Kenny. Yep. <laughs> I feel like a spy. You look like one. <laughs> good line. Good line. Yep. Um, it's strictly for conflicts and well, conflicts because <laughs> they, McCann doesn't like Kenny. Yeah. Um, we have Don Draper. That's why you stayed is what Pete says. Yeah. Um, I love the Kenny here. I fantasized about the day I'd be in this yeah. situation with you, Roger. <laughs> uh I note here this is the last this is not actually the last we see of Ken. We do see Ken, I think, one right. more time. So you're not right. this isn't the end of right. Ken. Um I mean, because why would he go with them? Exactly. The way they jerked him around, right? Yeah. It's like this is payback. Yeah. You know, and it and he and he works for Dow Chemical. <laughs> it's not like I mean McCann Erickson may not like him, but he works for Dow Chemical. Yeah, it's Dow freaking right? chemical. They yeah. they they have more clout than McCann Erickson. Yeah, I, I got a feeling right. that Dow could make a couple of phone calls and make McCann Erickson disappear if they wanted. Yeah, to. McCann <laughs> Erickson would put up with Kenny if they oh, had to. Oh, if they had to. Yeah. Right. So it's like, again, it's all about power. Kenny has the power because. And, and they know, don't even realize that Kenny has the power. That's the no, thing exactly. that gets me here, right? Like they kind of do. They know they have to woo him. Oh, here's some more Shadow yeah. Marco 56. Um, we got lobster and caviar and all these things. However, so, you know, they know they have to woo him, but I don't think they realize that the, the power imbalance is like 99 to one kind of thing. Yeah. It's not 60, 40, you know, it's, it's, it's the power of no. Uh-huh. Right. You know, exactly. just saying, no, it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's like, what? Yeah. what? It's exactly. like, no, I'm not going to do it. 
I wonder um, if after Kenny sort of, I, I still think that at some point Kenny goes and writes the great American novel and he invents the Mad Men universe. Yeah. I, I'm still convinced of that. I don't know that I anybody else is, but I, 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 I like, that. I like the, he's a writer. Yeah. Uh, and actually, when the show did end in May of 2015, The Atlantic published a story called um, a short story called Tapping a Maple on a Cold Vermont Morning by Ben Hargrove. OK, <laughs> which cool. was a fake story, but yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, and if you read it, you can actually oh. see that it's really just all Mad Men references. Technically, all stories are fake. I yes, I realize that <laughs> it's a fake story. Yeah, well, here's one of these for you. This is a fake. Yep. Give you the you. finger. That's uh, the finger. That's the finger. It's a I'm bilingual. Finger. I, can, I, I can do it in English and Canadian. English, the two fingers. Yeah, that's and right. Canadian. I'm, bil- I'm bilingual. Yeah. By digital, I guess. By digital. Fingers, yes, right? by digital. Hmm. <laughs> How do I describe California and not make them sound jealous? Don says, it says tell them my ex wife lives there. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're, it's confirmed. We uh, Ted had a girlfriend. We also now know that Ted is, has, divorced. is divorced. And I, I feel sad because Nan seemed like a decent woman. Yeah. And We're not surprised. No, but but moving to California did not save Ted's marriage. No, no. Um, and of course, Ted's met somebody. Um, in my head, it's always like I kind of hope it's Diana somehow. Yeah, <laughs> um, somebody he knew in college. I think Diana is probably a little too young. Like I think she's yeah. about ten years younger than those guys. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but mid thirties instead of mid forties, like they are. So I'm thinking that it's probably not. But I always in my head, it's like uh, let's just pretend it's Diana that he met. Yeah. Um, it <laughs> never comes up, of course, but yeah, I, I like the fact that he, that he feels like he needs to explain to Don why he wants to sort of yeah. stay in New York and work for McCann. Yeah. You know, and, and whereas Don's like, yeah, no, let's totally get it, man. <laughs> this and is what like, we want. Yes. Fine, right? Go ahead. You're you're helping us. And it's funny. Because because I feel bad. And Don's like, well, they're all thinking, you know what this is going to do? It's season one again. <laughs> Like yeah. Sterling Cooper again, right? Yeah. And we can rebuild it. And well, it's not season one, it's 1970. Um, yeah. and Ted, you know, here you kind of feel bad for me. You said that I, I kind of do too, yeah, but in a way, I don't like he just yeah. seems like he's now like, you know what, this is my job, I'm cool with that. Yeah, Ted's yeah. the kind of guy who would be what we would today call quote, quiet quitting. He'd be one of those yeah. people that only did his, the work he's paid for, which is yeah. actually what, it's not quiet quitting. It's doing the work you're paid for. But the, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm doing my job. Doing my uh, job. That's, it's that's, actually doing my job. Yeah. Um, Speaking but, of giving yeah. people the finger. I know. I yeah. Um, can imagine how I feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the reason I, the reason I feel sorry for him is he like, he really tried. He did. He does. Yeah. And he didn't quite make it. Yes. Right. Like speaking as a part-time faculty member, I can understand that. Yeah. Right. And then you get into a situation where you kind of understand that you're not going to get that full-time job anymore. Right. That you're the situation you you've tried, you've, you've failed. And again, I don't necessarily mean that in a, in a depressing way. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Tried something. You didn't achieve it. It didn't work. Now you're in a kind of in a situation that is, not particularly kind of limboy. Good, you yeah. know, it, it, and there's no sense that you're going to get out of it, you know. And there's a point where you have to kind of accept it, which right. is where he is, right? That's where that's where Ted is. Yes, yeah. No, that's right. That's right. You know, like I say, I kind of I kind of understand that because it kind of mirrors my career to a degree. Right. But you know, right. Um, 
the next scene is probably the best parody of stupid waspy behavior that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, um, I like this scene. I like this scene a lot. It's really good. Um, and we have, uh, it's tragic and funny, but it's mostly funny to me. I mean, it's partially tragic because this kind of behavior is tragic more than anything. And adults acting like children, I find pathetic and sad, though we all yeah. do it now and then. Uh, but it's mostly just funny. Um, yeah. uh, another great journeyman actor here, by the way, William R. Moses, who has been in yep. like, Everything uh, he was in, Murder She Wrote, who, which yep. has been in the news recently because of the death of uh, Angela. Angela. Did you hear the story about Angela? This is this is this is a, please, a, a yes, I have heard it, but please tell this it for the listeners. Um, that when when she was living in California, her daughter sort of started hanging out with this kind of really weird kind of dude mm-hmm. that she didn't like very and that much. That dude was Scarborough, dude. No, I can't. Yeah, it was Scarborough, dude. Um, <laughs> he kept passing her joints. Um, <laughs> some of these folks are just for Steve and I. And some and, of the listeners and, and, and trying and quoting Kerouac to her. Um, <laughs> but really um, who was it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, not that I have a problem with Kerouac, but anyway, no. so, so she, Angela Lansbury felt very uncomfortable yeah. about this guy hanging out with her daughter. So she moved them all to Ireland. Yeah. Because you're rich and you, and you can. And you can. Uh, turn, yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that guy was Charles Manson. So it was a good idea that she did that. It's a good idea that she did that. Yeah. That's one of those. It's it's funny. That's like a real version of one of those. And then this guy came up to me and said, "Don't go to the World Trade Center today." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is exactly. real, right? That's exactly. what's mind-boggling about this. Uh, and it, it didn't just come out after her death, but it people it resurfaced, right? Yeah, that story. Um, yeah, um, yeah. And and William Moses, he uh, most probably most famous for Falcon Crest. Yeah, I think that's right. Because he was a regular character in Falcon Crest. And, yep. You know. And again, he's one of those guys, though, you look and you see him on TV, go, okay, that yeah, guy. And you yeah, pull out your phone yeah. and search on IMDb. Oh, oh yeah. he was in that. He was in that. And like yeah. I said, he was in War and Remembrance, which yep. is something. Um, your little girl scored very low on our draw a man test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yes. dear. Yes. Um, which was a real thing. It was. It was, it was. a real. It was a real kind of, yeah. I guess, psychological. Or, it is. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, the thing is. It's not, it has value when used the way it's supposed to be used. Yeah. It doesn't have value in predicting intelligence. That's not what it's about. Yeah. It ha- yeah. it, it's seeing if someone uh, has moved. It's, it's a thing about cognitive development. And typically kids, when they hit about three and a half or four, start to draw arms and legs, start to draw a body, not just right. a head with arms and legs coming out of it. Yeah. Um, and there's a long set of reasons why that happens. I have to yeah. go into it. But the yeah. point is, there schools did do this. So it's not yeah. like this is a lie. And they did think it was about, it was about intelligence. And it's yeah. not. Everybody goes through the, these various stages of development. Um, it's like, what if you can't draw? <laughs> I can't draw. I know. I know. I draw a stick figure. That's what I would do. I'm 55. You'd be, you'd be okay, though, because at least you showed a body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. It's, it's having the body that's the key thing. It's, it's the body. Okay. But I like the idea that the mustache and Pete goes mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing. Who's the guy with the mustache? Um, <laughs> this is not about your little girl. It finally comes out. We're not yeah. leaving until you apologize. You know, apologize to Trudy for all this, uh, not letting the kid in here. Uh, yeah. And then we have the classic Pete line when we find out that this all goes back to the like the Campbells and the <laughs> I don't know McLeods or something like that. Uh, uh, it was the, the McDonald's, McDonald's and the Campbells. That's right. Having a um, 
feud, basically a blood feud that goes back yeah. 400 years. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the, and what he describes really did happen that yeah. the Campbells were, sure. were given, um, uh, allowed to stay the night at a, um, um, uh, like a castle that, yep. the, that, that they had. And then, and then they, the Campbells killed them all. And, and in yeah. fact, that's the, um, uh, inspiration for the red wedding in yeah. uh, uh, Game uh, of Thrones. Game of Thrones, um, and this aired right around the same time. And I remember people going, yeah. "Well, they're obviously copying Game of Thrones." And first of all, no, no. But secondly, read a book. Um, <laughs> the thing is, Pete's defense is so Pete because it's yeah. exactly what he would have said in like 1690. Yeah. The king ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's great the way he yells this, but he's so sincere with his belief that yeah. that justifies a massacre. Yeah. Pete was only following orders, Steve. Yep, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gets it. Um, yeah. Lenko massacre is what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, and and they're, they're, I mean, I, I like this kind of, I think they're poking fun at this kind of sort of american oh, yeah. obsession and canadians have and it. Canadian canadians too. have yeah. it too right so this sort of like you know these these kind of long-standing blood feuds they, like, they don't even know. exist in europe anymore exactly <laughs> and you know it's yeah. it's 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 like people in boston supporting the ira because i'm yeah. irish no you're not irish you're american. A, you're not irish and b yeah. let's talk about the ira for a moment it, it's like my grandmother was a murphy right yeah. She, you know, they come from sort of the Cork area, her family originally. I yeah. don't consider myself Irish. No, because you're not Irish. There's a reason. <laughs> I may have for some that. Irish heritage, but that's different than you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. I look up uh, just above my my setup here. There's a thing my grandfather made, which has his medals from World War II on it, and it yeah. has the the symbols of all the cantons of Switzerland and a little yeah. Swiss cross because he was from Switzerland he yeah. was born there I am not Swiss yeah <laughs> I feel no except I I make pretty good rushdie but beyond that I have no connection yeah. to Switzerland whatsoever and I don't consider this whole well I'm you know I'm I'm um, I'm Scottish no you're not yeah no you're not <laughs> you're really not Pete's no, not. not Scottish that guy's not Scottish yeah. Of course, Pete could also become a dykeman, so he can become Dutch pretty quickly when he True. needs to use that name. True. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a great moment. And you're right. It is. I, I do think it's making fun of the idea of I'm Irish, I'm German, I'm whatever. Yeah. I find it. I don't know. It may be because like, I don't. I, I don't know where that comes from. That It's a weird thing. Yeah. I, I just find it very strange that people get all worked up about ethnicity that they don't actually have yeah especially you know i mean you know if if you're you know if you're latino or you know you're yeah i can see that because you actually speak spanish that, and, you know, that's an entirely <laughs> right? different like, thing yes that's different but some wasp white bread person yeah. sort of saying you know you're i'm part Scottish. of the american like, establishment you're not you're yeah. american and that's yeah. fine yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. um Another suckle, sucker punch from the Campbells as Pete yep. hits him. <laughs> Love it so much. So great. Um, all right. So uh, there's, a, there's a kid waiting there and uh, surely can't look after the kid. And in the background, no. we hear Harry swearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harry, Harry, yeah. Harry's yeah. not having a good moment. And it's funny because one of the things I've noticed in the season is there's a lot more swearing. And I, I, I yeah. think that's done on purpose. I think it's yep. people just started to swear more. It became a little yep. more socially acceptable to say shit now and then. And we've heard, you know, Peggy has used fuck in this season, yeah. um, which is not 
something people used to say, no. you know, it's always been one of and, my gripes about Mrs. Maisel is there's too many F-bombs yeah. in it, for example. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, you know, they're under stress too, right? Mm-hmm. It also shows, it shows how much mm-hmm. under, because as you know, when you're under stress, you tend to square, square more. Yeah. Just because you're not concerned about other people's feelings or anything like that. So you'll just, you'll just say fucking shit all that, you yeah. know, because you're just so frustrated, right? Yes. It's the only way that, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of swearing. I know, I know, you know, as somebody who studies language and stuff yeah. like that, I know people think that, you know, there's a problem with swearing. I think swearing as is great. It, you yeah. know, I don't like when they use it too much. I agree with you. Only because it loses its power. Yep. Right. You know, and, and, and this is one of the things I like about this show that, if they had to use, say, the word fuck earlier, wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. No. Nope. But now that they're using it more, yep. it has a little bit more power to it because you know that you're under stress. And it reminds you that this it reminds you of the stress. It reminds you that society's changing too. And I think those are just exactly. it's 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 that's nice. Yep. Um uh, Pete asks, Trudy, why did she only apply to one school? Which actually is a pretty good question. Um yep. Uh, I applied to four schools for grad school. I got yeah. into, I didn't, there's one I didn't get into that later, that 10 years later offered me a faculty position, which I found yeah. Yeah. actually said to the provost of Duke university. I said, yeah. so I could supervise graduate students here. I just couldn't be one. Yeah. He looked at me. Like I said, you, you guys didn't, he said, well, clearly we made a mistake. I said, well, yes, clearly you did. Yeah, clearly you did. <laughs> but yeah, I think most people, you should apply to more than one school, everybody. Yeah. 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 Even if it's for posh, um, kindergartens for your sure. little spoiled children you know uh, well it's a good question um and then pete off pete then says uh you know peter you <laughs> peter you can't punch everyone yeah. <laughs> i love that and he says this city's become a toilet <laughs> pete who used to constantly talk about how much he loved new york does not love new the love affair with new york's over yep well, I mean, this is this is when New yeah. York is really it's like becoming like a toilet. Seventies <laughs> is like, you know, um, New York the, was the, bad, man. Really bad. Yeah. It's like, wow. I don't think people. It's funny, and I can think back even to living in Toronto in the early seventies, and I was just in Toronto last week, and yeah, it's so different than it was. There was a. Yeah. I was right because I was flying out of downtown the downtown airport right um i was right at a part of town that in the early 1970s i used to call literally called it this the smelly place because yeah because the the pollution was so bad yeah it doesn't it's not like that at all anymore and that's not even counting crime and things like that yeah different time uh the 70s gentrification Gentrification. Mm -hmm. started by abe and peggy (laughs) yep (laughs) you think about it um but anyway uh Right. Uh, what was I going to say? Yes. Uh, Pete managed to, they can't get McCann, uh, they, they can't get Dow, but as they know, it, they, they managed to get Secor laxatives. Yeah. <laughs> I managed to get Secor laxatives uh, into joining us. How did you get them to move? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, but That's just a quality joke. Just by, by not making that joke, Roger. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, the comeback's nice too, right? Yeah. Pretty good. Um, Peggy, of course, now tells Stan about the can. Um, yep. And then does Susie staples her hand. As you note, is that, I mean, it, I don't it know. Hurts. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it hurts, but is it yeah. like that? You know, run like into a staple wouldn't go right into your bone. No. I mean, no, unless yes. I mean, unless I mean, you had some kind of, like, this is just, this is just like a, a death 
thing. Like yeah. if you had a, like a giant industrial stapler. Up, well, that's yeah, different. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've but got a thing in the like basement a, a for, for putting thing. a floor in. That, right. Yeah. yeah. Would hurt. You know, you know, the, the, ki- the kind of thing that if you have too many pieces of paper, it won't go all the way through. Exactly. Uh, you know, and so and it's this, not making it through Susie's hand. Uh, no, no. You know, I mean, now, you know, uh, the, it hurt. It would hurt. And the kid it would, would hurt. And it would and, bleed. And Peggy has no idea how to interact with a child. No. So, you know, basically what she says is to the to the mother, you shouldn't have abandoned her in a, in a midtown office building. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. But it's a stapler injury, Peggy. It's yeah, not. A, it's, this, it's, isn't, yeah. this isn't even stitches. No. 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 Um, <laughs> I do like Peggy's line. I bet you. Well, the woman says. You don't, you, you, you know, I'll make you a deal. You don't tell me how to raise my kids. I won't tell you how to raise yours. Of course, yeah. not knowing that Peggy doesn't, well, it doesn't know a better kid. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Peggy does say, I bet you do love cashing her checks, which is a good line. Um, yep, it is a good line. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Stan does say, how the hell did that turn into that? And that's when Peggy <laughs> says, fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And right there, the only person reasonable in that whole, well, I guess Susie's kind of reasonable. Uh, the only person is, though, she does like, did I get the part? She's obviously. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I think she's acting. Yeah. I think you're right. I think like, right. I, I think she's trying to get the part. So she acts as, as if it's really bad. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't think it hurts as much as she I think pretends you might be right. it is. Because I, I think be she's right. acting to trying to show that how good she Look is. Look at the range I have for being in yep. your stupid ad for peanut butter cookies. Those 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 pirate cookies are awful. Um, They're not good. Uh, The only reasonable person in the whole scene is Stan. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm usually the guy that says, oh, come on, don't make the only reasonable person a man. Yeah. But character wise, this actually fits. It should be. He's the only reasonable one there. But yeah, stapling your hand shouldn't hurt that much. Um, No. Like I said, I think she's acting. Yeah, I think so. Um, Now, let's see if the heist worked. And then you look down at the progress bar of your whatever it is you're watching it on you realize yeah. there's 20 minutes left and 20 minutes do, left. No, that's not working actually jim actually says you're 20 minutes early and in fact yeah uh, it's about 20 if you add the commercials in it's about 20 minutes left in the episode yeah. um so it, obviously we know it's not going to work don starts doing his thing but he gets interrupted um uh, don gets it before roger does roger's like let him finish yeah. let him finish and don, yeah, roger. don's, don's like oh yeah i see what's going yeah. on now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roger's not necessarily the sharpest knife in the in in the drawer. No, he's got. He, there's one thing he's good at, and that's turn. Yeah. As as Pete says, or no, Kenny says in like season five, there's nobody better the, from better at turning a meeting into a bender. Yeah, that's what Roger's really good at. And and, and Don's better at judging the situation and the people because he has yeah. to be right because you know because he's the the face of the business and he's the and, guy who and he invented. And- he invented an identity, so he's got all these kinds of things. That's right. You know, he, he's, he's constantly he's doing of, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got uh, what we today say uh, situational awareness, right? Yes. Um, it's like you've died and gone to advertising heaven. The way yeah. that the actor, and I don't have his name in front of me right now, but who plays Jim Hobart, the way he says those lines are so great because yeah. it's both exciting but also ominous. Yeah. He plays the character really well. Well, um, I mean, you know, the idea of going to heaven is when you die, like well, it's over, right? You yeah, know what I mean? It's, that, it's that kind of thing, right? And as, as Don says in season six, what has to happen to get to heaven? Well, something pretty horrible has to happen yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, he lifts off, lists off all the names of all the companies that they're going to, you know, the Buick for Roger. Yeah. 
uh, the the uh, ortho pharmaceuticals for Ted. And Ted's very yeah. happy because all he ever really wanted apparently was to advertise pharmaceuticals, which is yeah. I'm not, in that, I'm not in that business, so I don't know. I yeah. guess that's exciting. Um, and of course, he looks at Don and he says Coca Cola, <laughs> which of course is. If yeah. you got the advertise, if, if you got to run the Coke ads, that'd be pretty yeah. great, right? Because I mean, yeah. it, that's got to be the pinnacle. Yep, yep. You could teach the world to sing. Exactly. So this is what's going on here: is that uh, they're finding out, and of course, Joan does notice. Joan's yeah. pissed more than anybody because Joan doesn't even does that. She's not given told no. that she's going to work on something, right? No. She's probably going to still work on Avon, but she already was working on Avon. Yeah. Know? So she's not going to advertising heaven. Um, she's a woman. Yep, exactly. It's that's that's why. Um, they go off to a bar, and please please come on to me by the uh, the Clovers comes on. From, that's from like 1959, yeah. which is a pretty nice choice because it's going. It it is a callback to really early on in the series. Yeah, the fact that they're on a bar together. Yeah, uh, I like I like this shot too. How it just kind of shows them sitting at, at the the meeting room table and then it kind of just kind of dissolves and they're at the it's bar so well I, I really like that you it's know really just as a technical thing i really i really like that shit. it really is great um and you then see them in the bar and i've said this before that one of the things the show does really well is it it kind of gets adult friendships really well yeah they're talking like the way people talk in a bar yeah. to their friends when they've been drinking you know especially the drowning sorrow kind of moment that yeah. we've all had now and then in a bar, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it does seem very real to me. Um, it's, it, it's just pretty, these people really do. I think they really love each other. I mean, it's, it's weird love. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's not sexual. It's, no. well, and it's not just I, colleagues either. No, I, I, th I think, you know, and I, this sort of goes back to kind of the idea of Dawn as well. And yep. the beginning of the, of the, the shows it's almost like the kind of bonds that soldiers get yeah right when you've been through extreme situations when you've been through a lot together you may not always like each other yeah but because you've had this kind of shared experience this very intense shared experience i mean that's yeah. why shakespeare shakespeare refers to the band of brothers right if mm -hmm. you if you mm -hmm. know which the 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 other the tv show take take takes on mm -hmm. right that's what henry v is trying to do so that's that's how he's trying to get his soldiers to fight and die for him he says they will regret not being here we yeah. are we we are going through this and and those of us who survive will have this unbreakable bond yeah. forever that yeah. nobody else will have yeah and i think that's kind of why that's kind of what's going on here is like yep. they've been through so much, right? All these different heists and things like yeah. that, and you know, the, people coming in, people coming out that, mm -hmm. that they have this really intense bond for yep. between and, each other, even though they don't necessarily like each other. And they also, and the, one of the biggest reasons for this is they, they can't talk to their partners or friends about, I mean, romantic partners, I don't mean partners yeah. in the company ab about anything other then um uh like they, they can't talk about what they're about their experiences because no. no one else gets it right 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 exactly it's like i don't know about you but i have grad school friends that i'm still extremely close with because yep. I, I can't there are very few people i can and yep. i mean i was with isabel the whole time i was in graduate school but she yep. wasn't quite in it you know what i mean no yeah yeah exactly i mean you you have an experience that the other person doesn't have just doesn't have yeah, just right. Have. And so you can't you you can kind of explain it. Yep. 
but you, they, they'll never really understand, you know? Yep. Uh, and uh, then we see Stan and Peggy. And I like this because this is, again, as I've mentioned this before, this is how friends fight. Um, yeah. And how they talk to each other. I, I really like this relationship. Um, they're both, they're both jerks here. Not there's nobody. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. both being asses. There's not, there's not, it's not anybody's yeah. fault. This argument. Um, and of course, stranger on the shore is in the background, which is just so great. Uh, and Peggy's basically laying out second wave feminism to stand. <laughs> you know, yep. she's, um, and then, you know, she he says, you're right. And she says, I know, <laughs> which is a good line. It's yeah, like, hey, you're right. I am right. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I mean one of the things that, uh, like I said, this 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 discussion the two of them is 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 real, and that's what I like about it. And like I said, she's explaining second wave feminism to him. Yeah, uh, and he's, you know, she she also explains what happened with the with the kid, and she says, yeah. you know, uh, he's with a family upstate. I don't know, and it's not because I don't care. Um, and that's the way they used to do adoptions yeah. was. Yep. You know, you signed a thing Good. saying I will not contact the kid. Like that was a real yep. thing. Yeah, and the, um, the records are sealed. Yep. So you just you I thought it was very difficult to find out who your yep. biological and and if you were. went to somebody to uh, even if they knew they or could get the information, they weren't allowed to give you the. They weren't allowed, like by law, they weren't allowed yep. to tell you. Yeah, it was a yep. there was a legal case, early eighties, I think that that changed a bunch of that yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there are issues around that, like you know, medical medical records and things like that. You know, yeah. if you have some kind of diseases running hereditary, hereditary yeah. disease, you, right. you kind of want to know that. Exactly, that's stuff to know. Um, like where Stan says, uh, oh, "I'm sorry, I, I I didn't know that." Like he's he's a bit floored, and yeah. all he is here, I I think he's just being uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Supportive, right? Yeah, like he's just that's fine. Uh, I didn't know uh, that's it's not great, but let's let's yeah. I can live with this. You know, um, yep. I'm just your friend. Yep. So he's, he's a little, he's quite a bit. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. He's, he's the understanding, which is good, yeah. which is what friends are supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and this, one of the things it, it strikes me here when she leaves the office, it's the first time he doesn't watch her ass as she leaves. Yeah. It, Cause he always will, because they all were like that. These men in this, this oh, yeah. he like doesn't, automatic. he doesn't do it. No. And I think it's a conscious choice that they made there. Yeah. Um, and as you note here, there's this, the idea that women need to be mothers to be fulfilled. And that's yeah the, the sort of backdrop to this. There's no doubt about yeah. that. It's irksome. Yeah, it is irksome. It's, it's quite, uh, it irks me. Definitely. It is irksome and it causes ir- ir- irksomity. Yeah. That's however, not a word. Um, it should be though. It should be. It should be. Roger and Don are still sitting in the bar, of course. <laughs> of course, the two alcoholics, right? Who's going to be in the bar? Yeah. Um, you know, I got a feeling when you when you go to with Don for a drink, you, re, you got to sort of say, okay, this is now yeah. my afternoon and most of yeah. my evening. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Don says, what's in a name? Because they're losing their name. Yep. And then uh, Roger says, every copywriter thinks he's Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he says, I got to go. I got to go somewhere. And uh, he says, well, tell her to join us. Uh, she wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got to go. Uh, uh, got to go meet her, and you know, and he tells her it's who it is. It's Marie Kelly. Yep. Um, he says, uh, "Just just warn me before <laughs> before you tell Megan so I can leave the country." Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because you know, um, everybody's. He says like, "Ah, she's okay with it." I don't yeah. know. 
which I think Megan comes out, comes out of this looking like an adult as well, which is kind of great. Yeah. Um, he does say, when I married my secretary, uh, you were hard on me. Then you did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, no, he did not. Roger married Don's secretary. Yeah. He should have exactly. said, when I married your secretary, then you did the same thing. But, yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's a flubbed line. Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it could be. It, it could, could be. It could be, and they just could left be. it in because that's how somebody would talk, right? Yeah. Uh, it actually one of the things that bothers me a lot of times in TV and movies is that no one ever stumbles for words. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I see that happen are sometimes older TV shows where they thought, "Ah, screw it." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave it in, you know. Yeah, and we don't have the budget. We don't have <laughs> the budget to reshoot. We're making cold it's and we're the BBC and it's 1971. We yeah. have all, we spent all the money on hiring Robert Wagner. If that yeah. if Bernard Hepton screws up a line, leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons I love cold. Um, and then we get what I think is a very nice scene or nice part of this scene is when he just kisses Don and says, you are okay. Which has been yeah. a running thing that the two of them say to each other right, throughout yeah. the series. So that's yeah. nice. It's quite nice. Um, yeah, as you know, Roger and Marie, that will likely be a volatile relationship. Yeah. At, least, at least he's with someone who's age appropriate. It's true. That's true. He's, he's grown, perhaps. Yeah, I, but I can see a lot of arguments. Oh, there'll be arguments. I don't doubt A lot of arguments that. making up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you know what I mean. Indeed. Uh, Don goes looking for Diana. He finds what are pretty clearly, I think, two gay guys. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like they're so, they're so... What's the word I'm looking for? Effeminate. Yeah. That even the dumbest person would recognize that these are two supposed yeah. to be two, even Dawn, who didn't recognize that Sa- didn't recognize yeah. that Sal was gay, can clearly yeah. see that these guys are gay. Um yeah. like the way the guy in the bed's like, Do you want to come in for a drink? Yeah. Like, also, the guy in the bed kind of looks like Lance Stroll. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Probably drives as good. Formula One driver. Folks, <laughs> look up who Lance Stroll is if you don't follow Formula One. <laughs> And he probably does. No, he's, I don't know if he drives better than Lance Stroll, but he drives better than Nicholas Latifi. I can tell you. True, true, true. (laughs) Uh, Nicholas Latifi. Uh, He just goes home and Uh, bathes in his money. So I guess everything's fine. He's rich. Yeah. And he started at rich. That's how you become a Formula One driver. Yeah, that's how you become a Formula One driver. If you're not rich, at least your father has to be rich. Yeah. Unless you are, there's one guy who isn't. Uh, and it, I, I, there's one guy anyway. I, is yeah. it is it Leclerc? Charles Leclerc? That I, I think is. I don't think he's yeah, rich. Think so. Rich. Yeah, I don't. Does live rich, in Mon- rich. He did, He's from Monaco, so he's yeah. poor. Yeah, he's not. He's not richy rich. Rich. I think uh, maybe Esteban Akon is the one that he's not, his father he's was not a mechanic. Monaco rich. He's, he's not, not Monaco rich. Exactly. Mm, trademark. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Footnote. Well, now everybody knows they're off to McCann. Um, and <laughs> great line. Well, my goodness, Meredith, we should put a bell on you. Yep. <laughs> there are rumors flying around like bats. <laughs> what a strange <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a simile, actually, because she said like, isn't it? Yeah, um, exactly. And then she says that, uh, Don, don't sweetheart me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real Meredith, right? It's like, yeah. no, 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 don't do that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now, I think what we're getting now is, you know, the the kind of this shift in society as well. The more mm-hmm. focus on sort of what we might think of as sort of like the lower classes, the people who are, you yeah. know, who are really affected by this. Yeah. Right. As as shitty as it is for people like Roger and Don, they're still rich. They still have piles of money, like you know, piles of it. They've still got a contract. 
Yeah. And they're still going to make money. Right. You know, it's like what Ted understands. Right. You know, they're still going to make money. They're still going to do the, the do the thing. Yeah. Whereas people like Shirley and Daunt and Meredith. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? They have to go get a resume together you and know? go find another job. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Shirley and Dawn, because, you know, Black being African-American. Be harder. Right? Yeah. As as they said, I think even Shirley says that at one point, yep. they already have a black woman there. Right. So it's, it's not even like like she can't she can't even go there as a token. <laughs> that's right right yeah they know what's up they aren't yeah. uh naive any of them no um uh yeah and uh uh everyone's living in a fright i just yeah. <laughs> she just has so many great ways to say say talking uh yeah. stan calls peggy uh it's funny how they still they work in the same office but they still interact a lot over the phone uh, yeah from back in their days at the two different agencies yeah. uh so he calls her uh and she's going to mccann and she says and you can too if you want <laughs> I like that she's like basically saying, please come. Yeah. And she had, it's not like she has any say of about anything, but no, she's like, you should come. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um, yeah. She wants a friend. Yeah. <laughs> she wants a friend there. Do you think I should? <laughs> no, everything's going to be fine, which is, um, you know, I'm so dumb. I believe you, which of course is a Don Draper line. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Yep. Um, the partners tell the staff, and um, notice how, I mean, it's hard to miss. Usually when Dawn makes an announcement and starts talking about how we're going to be moving forward and let's pretend what 1963 looks like, or even in yeah. uh, the crash when he, you know, when he goes, I feel the darkness yeah. and all this stuff, which is just complete BS. It still works somehow. This yeah. doesn't. Everybody's like, no, what the hell is going on? Muttering to themselves and, you know. Yep. Yep. Mutter, yep. mutter, his, mutter, mutter. His voice is no longer heard. That's right. Money burns a hole. Yeah, and they and they, and they they do that with the uh, um, the sound too, like the the murmuring yeah. of the, of the. You can't actually rises. hear. Don, you can't yes. hear what Don is saying. I'm wondering. Even I, I'd like to go back and listen. I wonder if there's just people going rhubarb, 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 yeah. rhubarb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then of course money. Burns Money. a hole in my body. Yep. D. Martin played drunk and really didn't drink. Yep. I think it's hilarious. Uh, what did I miss, Steve? Um, I guess three things. It's three today. Three today. Um, first one isn't very big. I just noticed Don was in beige. His color true. palette has changed. It's true. He's yeah. Well, he's got. He's you know. He's he's embracing the counterculture. Blue shirts, yeah. beige beige jackets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you know, more more of a California feel. I think. I think you're right. Um. Then second, um, uh, this is a, a thing that I thought um, when we go back to when when Peter and Trudy are speaking, mm-hmm. right? And she's she start, again starts talking about the fact that in ten years she's going to be ten years older. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And all 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 the men, all the husbands are trying are hitting on her. Yeah. Um. And in ten years nobody will want to hit on her. And he and Pete says you're ageless. Yeah. It's like you know. It's like I, I was sitting there thinking. Oh, I hope they're not going to get back together because I don't really like Pete. Right. It sounded it, sound, it sounded like an, an almost kind of conciliatory kind of yeah. I think that's there discussion. I think know, there's there's that, I think that's there that you know I could see I could you know it, it's like oh you know it I, obviously I don't know what happens in the last mm-hmm. three episodes but right. it's the kind of thing where I could see them going two ways with that resolution just like the two of them just kind of 
being divorced and being okay with it right or them getting back together yes yeah it, the, the relationship is changing quite a bit yeah. in the last couple yeah. episodes it's you know definitely and and, yes. and and that that scene kind of opens both yeah possibilities that's right that's right um and last one is when pete and joan are talking in the car Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because that's, that's when she—that's when she notices it, yeah. Or lays it out to to Pete, right? And you know, Pete says whatever happens is supposed to happen. It, it's almost like, and again, this is I think the problem with people like Roger and Don, it, and Pete has it too. Is like, it's almost like you can change things by your your the force, force of, of your force own of will. will. That's right. You know that your your will, and we we see this a lot. I mean, even today, people think, well, you know, and this whole kind of positive thinking kind of thing as long as you think positively it's like no 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 you know thinking positively imagining things working out for you isn't going to make them work out for you no right you know and there's a lot of reasons why things don't work out for you some of them a lot of them most of them are beyond your control it's right um you know because of a race and class and stuff like that you know um and connections because we know connections are more important than anything else they, they can be that's a lot of times if, yes if nothing this show has, has if one thing this show has taught us is that connections are important for sure um you know but he he, he kind of has this idea and again this goes from back to his privilege right it's completely you know that he just says what he wants and he gets it you know and and he, and he can't understand somebody like joan he can't understand why joan's not happy yeah is because she realizes that force of will is not enough. And she also realizes that, yeah, and that she's getting paid, but so is, and they all have money, but she also just wants to work. Yeah. And it's like, she's going to be just another token woman then. She's not going to be somebody who, you know, is important. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, it's that idea of fulfillment. Yep. Right. You know, and, and here we have, I, I guess, sort of the, 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 the sort of counter to my, the irksome thing that, that, that always irks me. Yes. That makes me irked um, <laughs> is that, you know, she kind of recognizes that the work is fulfilling her. Yeah. Right. She has a kid, you know, and I'm not saying she doesn't love her kid or anything like that, No, 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 no. but she finds fulfillment in her job. Yes. You know, for somebody like Pete, it's about having power and money. Right. Same with Dawn. It's about money. Yes. It's not about the work itself. For her, it's the work. Yeah. Doing the job. And, and that's where, yeah. and she's come to that place finally because it was exactly. just a job before. Exactly. And now this has become something much bigger. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Uh, I just, you may have heard me typing there. I just made sure to put in our show notes. Irksome is the word of the day. Um, <laughs> uh, anything to plug, Steve? Um, yes. The uh, Star Trek thing. With um, Oliver Rockside and I love it are, are now up is now up. Yep. Um, was it seventy two episodes, thirty good ones? Yeah, something like that. I, pre- I forget how 70, I can't remember how many yeah. episodes there are, but it's however many episodes there were of Star Trek. Yeah, three good ones. Yes, thirty good ones. Sorry, thirty, 30 good, good ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, not three good ones. There's more than three good good episodes. Yeah, yeah. but that's I mean, up there. Yeah, it, excellent. So people should check that out. Um, you can check out other things that I do as well. Just follow me on Twitter at Deep Broadbeck and you can see a lot of those things. Um, 
I was just a bit, uh, interviewed for the uh, student podcaster at the university. So All that right. I think nice. that is posted. So I should maybe put nice. a link to that somewhere. Sure. Um, yeah. And on that note, I will see you. Let's see what's next week's episode called. Oh, I think it's got, Oh, I think I know which one it, it's, it's called. Uh, I know what the last two are called. What's the third. I don't know. I gotta, I'm just gonna check it out because the, the second one, the, la- the last two are the milk and honey route and um, uh, person to person. Okay. Oh, Lost Horizon is the next one. Lost Horizon. Okay. Lost Horizon, which is a reference that I'm sure you get. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, and that has one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. So that's okay. good. Uh, yes. On that note, I will see you next week, Steve. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Money. Burns a hole in my pocket How I wish I had millions of dollars And nothing to do but just buy Pretty presents for you Money Burns a hole in my pocket how I wish I had oil wells in Texas To keep me supplied with money While I sit by your side Every day of the week We would visit the store All the beautiful things you seek would soon be yours Cause money burns a hole in my pocket So I'm bringing you perfume and candy and roses of red and wishing They were diamonds instead Kind of visit the store All the beautiful things you seek Would soon be yours Money Burns a hole in my pocket So I'm bringing you Perfume and candy and roses red And wishing They would diamonds instead Where's my fucking mouse pointer? <laughs> I, should, I should leave that part in. Where's my fucking mouse pointer?
Peggy? Pizza House! 